What do you want to do with your life? What do you want to do with your life? What do you want to do with your life? Understandably, a tough question for any 20-something to answer. So join me, your host, Taylor Marks of the Rise Year Podcast, as I talk with some cool people about what they do and occasionally go on long rants of my own about the pains of growing up. Joe, man, I was born in Lebanon, Tennessee. August 14, 1941, and the first child of mom and dad, Emil and J.D. Manning. We were in the living room. There was something wrong. The four of us were having a chat. Chats were never good. Mom started choking on her words as she said, Granddaddy has the C word. Back then, the only C word around was cancer, and for those who've never had someone close to them get diagnosed with cancer, me, you think it's a death sentence right away. I had had a uh, dental appointment, and she says, uh, Joe, you got a red spot in your throat that you need to have checked out. Seven weeks, 35 treatments, five days a week, Monday through Friday, I sunk into the carpet. I began to think of everything that reminded me of you. The night before Christmas, cigar smoke, the cigar boxes Ryan kept baseball cards in, all from you. Your big hugs, backseat bike rides, Kiowa Beach, Grammy Camp, Atlanta, cubed ham with scrambled eggs, the Wall Street Journal, you sitting in your chair in the corner of the screened-in porch with one leg over the other, Reynolds, the threaded wooden rug that caused my eyes to water every time I walked across it barefoot. Your steady presence, matching white shirts with MMM embroidered on the left-hand side. Lebanon, Tennessee, handmade rustic pottery mugs, black coffee. With time, I began to realize that you weren't going anywhere soon. The count was 3-2 and you knew the pitcher would throw a strike every time. So you kept hitting foul ball after foul ball. And damn, did you give the pitcher a run for his money. And then on January 11th at 10 a.m., my dad called me. He was crying. It was unexpected. It wasn't surprising. Quiet, no fuss, no mess, just like you. Nine years later, I sunk into the carpet again. I thought about everything that reminded me of you. The handprint you left on War and Peace, the time Rebecca and I were locked out, the Georgia Bulldogs, your white robe, dolphins, spit cups, red wine, Vanderbilt, asking if you'd seen any fish lately, mystery novels, your labored breathing, the prominence of your shoulder bones when I hugged you, how I've never been able to inhale any substances, or the best. You saying how you on the phone when we spoke just three days before. Kindness, Hawaiian shirts, the goatee you grew over the last few months, the first time you'd ever grown facial hair. Feeding tubes, a red Lexus, the clicking noise you'd make with your mouth. Pat Conroy, scotch, toothpicks, staring at your lips trying to understand what you said. The pride I'd feel when I'd successfully translate what you said to someone else. One night last March when I was down visiting on one of my bi-yearly trips, Grammy and I got into the hot tub after dinner. You were inside refilling your scotch. 
The jets were blaring on the quiet spring evening. For the life of me, I cannot remember what I said to prompt Grammy's response, but all I know is that it had something to do with the immense amount of work it required to take care of you. All Grammy replied with was, he's worth it. And you were. Something came up and I learned that she enjoyed it, but not dating. So I asked her, I can't remember if it was that night, Saturday night on the fire on Saturday night, but she said yes. And um, at that time, uh, the driving the years were, the, they were first months of the years. So um, it was very common to, to go to the driving theater and they had a, a good movie on the time, I think, and so we went to saw that movie. Well, the two things about it, she smelled like a hamburger. And Jackie was always had his problem with sleeping. She didn't go to sleep at the top of a hat. And the chill came. So she fell asleep through most of the movie. I decided that I was going to give it one more chance. And I forgot what we did the next time. I'm sure we went to some movie. And she managed to stay awake and we enjoyed it. So I wouldn't have been, but I was probably the junior, starting the junior year. We started dating in the summertime. The three things I'll remember most about you. The first is the power of both words and silence. Use both wisely. The second is acceptance of the hand you were dealt. For a while, you ran like hell trying to hide your sickness. But eventually, as it wore you down, you gave in. You let us see you getting fed through your feeding tube. You let us drive. You let us help. It was through this act of acceptance and humility that I was able to see you simply as you were, a human being, not Superman, which in turn made you even better than Superman. Rather than being some made up character with superhuman powers, you were real. It was through watching you that I learned that there is beauty in being open, being flawed and being human. The third, is that the world is out there waiting for you to explore. I know you never got around to buying that van and driving around the States, so maybe I'll have to. It's more of a matter of when, not if. In October of 2019, I decided to start a little project. At the time, I thought I'd make a book, I still might, about you. At noon, you'd come pick me up from your condo on 4th Street. In an effort to hide what we were doing from Grammy, we'd rush straight to your office. I'd set up the microphone and proceed to ask you questions for the next 30 to 60 minutes. I learned about why you chose to be a lawyer, what your family life was like, and how your health was doing. Over the course of these hours of recording, I learned that you only had one regret, one thing that you would have done differently had you been given the chance to do so. If given a redo, you would have spent less time working and more time with your family. And I think that's why you stuck around as long as you did. You wanted to get some of that lost time back. You wanted to squeeze in a few more moments with those you loved. What's your favorite thing about Grammy? Oh, the favorite thing about Grammy is... Or if you got a list, you can list them. Well, she is very loving. And uh, she is extremely strong-willed, but no, it's, it's been a good match. And she has a lot of things to my life. 